No, 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 and also war on drugs been going on for fifty years. It's been going on for fifty years though. Oh, just as long as hip hop has been around. What a coincidence. I'll let you know right now, bro. Me and you. That's all I'm saying in it. Me and you. One euro as well. Hmm. Oh no, they that, that cheap in Abifa. If you get free for ten for ten euro in Abifa, that's inflation. Oh, it's made. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You scan a QR code on the back of it, and it shows you its origin and. <laughs> And here we have the conveyor belt in the Birmingham International Terminal. Four and a half pounds of marijuana make its way through immigration. So gassed to be bringing you this one. All right. So first off, I just want to start by saying we are obviously not experts. We're not professionals. This is just for entertainment purposes only. But we're going to be talking about drug culture. Of course, drug culture. Of so, course. Obviously, we know that drugs are bad. No one should be doing drugs. I'm not going to tell any. I'm not going to advocate anyone to take drugs. But functional crackheads. Functional mm. crackheads are littered through society. There is a functional crackhead in at least every single job. <laughs> in every company. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you about this one crazy Kev the crackhead. Um, so there was this one time I was working with a couple couple of friends in a, this was a while back in a warehouse and Basically, you had to, it was like picking and packing. I'm sure you guys are familiar with what picking and packing is. You go, yeah, 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 yeah. Go like where else yeah, works, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously, there are targets you got to hit. You got to hit those pick rates. You got to hit those pack rates. Anyway, so targets were quite high. They were almost unachievable. You had to be a superhuman to achieve the pick rate. It was something crazy like 134 picks an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of mad. But anyway, so imagine, yeah, <laughs> there was this one guy doing at least 200 pick rate, like 220s, 230s. <laughs> but man was in the staff room. So Yo, he'd get to work, he... yeah, man looked like a zombie. Man was, he was dead, bro. He wasn't, he wasn't ready for the shift. <laughs> and then 20 minutes in, he's running around the warehouse, bro. <laughs> Collecting the most shit. Single-handedly, yeah. He was hitting the, the quota in that warehouse. Like, bro, like, we didn't need any more staff. Like, My mom was charged up, you know. Yeah. Fully charged up. Man was fully charged up. I won't lie, oh, there was man. actually two of them that were um that were crackheads. Another guy called Jesus. That's even worse because they start egging each other on. You know what I mean? Bro, they go was, around together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a madness. Yeah. Uh, Jesus was there before Kev. So he was like lead picker. Um, yeah. He was He was like 250s. Jesus put him on. Jesus probably so put him on. Of... <laughs> bro, he was like, you want to hit these numbers? I got I got the magic. I got, I got what you need, bro. 
there are people that you're right. Like I, I know other people like that. There's a a guy called Joe. Um, these names are not real names, by the way. They're <laughs> names that are changed for the sake of the story. Just made them up, bro. We just made them up. <laughs> anyway, I worked for a company <laughs> in London. Not, it was uh, when actually, I was younger. That's I was actually known his real name. <laughs> thank you very much it's not Donny's real name I'm, I'm, I'm joking everyone I don't know who Joe is in it like it's cool last name King <laughs> no no joking <laughs> um anyway Joe's working for this restaurant and I was a waiter there and he was somehow a manager I don't know how you get sometimes you get functional crackheads in management <laughs> management roles and this guy would come into work order the biggest steak watch like What's it called? First dates downstairs on this laptop. Just go to the bathroom, sniff, and then come out and try and tell us what to do. Like anyone's going to take him seriously. Uh, he was a weird guy. He was a weird guy. Weird times, man. London's London's full of characters. I've seen him bring dealers into the restaurant. I've seen him tell people they can just go home early i've seen him just lie down in the in the other room when it's closed because he's had a rough night the night before <laughs> he was a character trying to put his head down like oh he's a character mate no, and you know he was one of them people he was actually trusted to run the restaurant as a manager by himself that's what's wild it's always them don't you know what are you saying tara i'm gonna say in hospitality that's a fucking given that, that shit's just fucking giving, in it? Like, like uh, the, the amount of stuff that I seen, yeah. <laughs> that I couldn't, I probably can't even say it, yeah, because a certain man will probably contact me, and I'll be like, you talk about me. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 I still know people hey, in hospitality. Uh, yo, if the, if the shoe mm. fits in it, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, the amount of things that I used to see, and like working, when I used to do raves more than anything, I used to festivals and raves yeah i'm talking people weren't going to oh yeah because you worked at the bars going... didn't you yeah I worked at the bars we weren't going to sleep we was you know seven in the morning i didn't do none of that by the way everyone just want to put psa out there not me but my friends though yeah oh that's how they operate the festival scene festival scene hit yeah that was them in it six weeks of fun and doing festival work in it and just being on it and we're not going to bed until we start on our shift at like seven we're all going to bed at six. I know a few men like that. It's just like that still. It's just like that. Yeah, Someone's still on that as well. They're still on that right now. Well, you know, there's a there's a lot of different kind of you know people that take drugs. I guess it's not just always a nitty. You know, it's sometimes people that you that you the least expect to could be could be a teacher, could be your accountant, could be man, could be a shopman, could be bossman from down the road at the shop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have I do have a mad story. I do have a mad story, actually, about hospitality. Now, I knew a Donny who owned, he owned bad things like restaurants, bars, all sorts of things, yeah. My man used to smoke so much bud. Like, he smoked, like, I think he, like, told my boss at the time how much bud he picks up a month, and it was, like, possibly possibly maybe like five ounces or so like i mean that it doesn't sound like a lot yeah but he was picking up five ounces and he was just smoking it himself like that's that was his personal book for himself for himself he would turn up he'd turn up all the time i used to to see him stoned all the time i just used to see him just turn up yeah 
go, go to his go to his restaurant, his bar, get bottles of wine, get his friends and that. Yeah, smoke a big spliff outside of his own restaurant because who could tell him? Nah, bro, <laughs> can't be drinking and smoking, bro. That is a bad combination. He was he was on something, man. He was. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a madness and sadness <laughs> and a bit of a badness <laughs> yeah it's a uh, the nitties they come with the best entertainment though like yeah, have you seen that video of the um <laughs> more passion more energy more footwork <laughs> what have you seen it's like, more, that, passion, <laughs> more energy more energy <laughs> oh, it's too that joke um but now nah, tell me like, you see the one that's like you want any business? Oh, uh, yes. What's that? What have you for food you got? What's that? How much was it? It was five pounds. I saw you this for five pounds. <laughs> no, I don't want your fruits. Oh, you want business? You want to do some business? Nah, man. You got, look at the curry goat all around your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. They got superpowers. They got superpowers. Yeah, they do. They'll be doing the craziest, contortionist, stuntmanist. <laughs> you see them just dropping off like thirty foot buildings and just walking away, and there's like... more footwork, <laughs> more, energy. more energy. I mean, today there are a couple of things that I wanted to come on to was like um, legislation, as I guess, as well of drugs in like different countries and how like you know in America now it's like big trends like. Cannabis food, cannabis edibles. It's getting big, yeah. It's, it's all getting big money now. You know, the big suits are getting involved and, you know, they're experimenting. Everything's crazy. And then obviously you've got places like the UK where it's still illegal, but it's still it's, widely available. It's kind of like a grey area, really. And then obviously you've got places in like the Middle East where you get caught with a joint and probably lose your hand yeah. or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's not, so um, that's one thing I wanted to talk about today as well. You might even actually, like, my boy at the moment, he's moved to Qatar, innit? And I was speaking to him. And, um, yeah, man, he was like, yeah, they, they they don't play out there at all. Like, I think even for, like, boy, you probably get even worse than something than that happened to you, you know? Because they just don't play with that. They're just, they're just like, nah, it's not happening. But people do. People do ah, smoke well, out there. They do. Crazy. They do smoke out there. You know, like like out. He said he he, he said he but smelled it. He seen it. But I was just thinking, why they must just have <laughs> some, they, they, they 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 must have them government and police officials paid the fuck off. Like because well, I don't know how they're out there smoking anything. In, yeah. That's a man-made fucking area. Like just, they made the legislation like twenty years ago. If I was smoking anything out there, I'd have to just go out to the swimming pool and breathe it into the pool. <laughs> Underwater, yeah. I'm not letting that smoke escape. <laughs> one time, yeah, uh, uh, a while back, I went Dominican. It is highly illegal to smoke weed in the Dominican Republic. They got feds rolling round, yeah, in little four by four pickup trucks, yeah. There's like six man them in the back. And they've all got like AKs, and it's like, if I get caught with this, what they're gonna do? They're gonna shoot me first, or they're just gonna like kind of arrest me? So. That was probably the worst zoo I've ever smoked in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I went to bed, yeah. <laughs> so I went to bed, yeah, and every every movement, every bang, every noise, yeah, I thought, that's it, swap. <laughs> Open up, please. <laughs> I'm like, nah, Jed, I'm getting done. 
thought this was. Man's coming in and going, Policia. This is over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, bro, it's, uh, it's a madness. Don't smoke out. FBI, <laughs> Trust me. I just wanted to talk, kind of the same vein as well, about legislation, about the types of um, therapies that are being afforded to people now that is helping people um, with PTSD regards to MDMA, magic mushrooms, mm-hmm. more like the psychedelic side of drugs, which were highly, highly deemed and classed as, you know, so unsafe for everyone. Like that was a no go in it like before. And now it's getting to a medical stage, which is insane for me to think about. So yeah, I, I just wanted to You're really like, like uh, micro dosing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's another thing. I know we were just talking about, you know, functional crackheads and stuff like that. I was like, Bush and Joe, but like microdosing has become a very big, became a very big trend in the last, I would like to say that maybe the last five years I heard about microdosing, like being like a thing that people do. I know a lot of top level execs and things like that in tech and stuff like that. They allegedly do microdosing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, to oh, keep yeah. them going or you know to keep the creativity flowing or whatever they want to like use it for but i think when you get to a point in your life especially with your job and what you're doing in your role and if you enjoy it you can you can probably function at a level and do those kind of things if it's working out for you and you're creating some insane features for an ai application yeah because you've been microdosing why would you stop like you know it's been working out for you it's been making strides in your career but then if you get a drug test, it's all gone. Yeah, it's over for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the other thing. You got the other. What, it's like it's like it's uh, the other edge of the sword. Yeah. It's almost like a, you know limitless. You know NZT. Mm-hmm. I love that so, film too. You know how yeah, obviously the drug helps you uh, unlock like parts of your mind that you probably would never have been able to unlock otherwise. Mm. Maybe microdosing is sort of similar, but. You know, with NZT, you have to eventually take more and you have to eventually uh, increase the dosage to get the same level of effect <clears throat> for well, sustained periods, you know. It is like that. I mean, I, I watched a documentary on microdosing actually not too long ago. And um, so when you ingest like these hallucinogenic jug, uh, jugs, drugs, they um, if you put your brain on a scan, it lights up like a bunch of areas that aren't normally in use in your brain. So the idea for microdosing is that it's that helps you can be even more productive on it. You can be creative, and there's no like concrete evidence, but it's it's interesting that you mentioned Tyrell about how like it was a big no go, because before the the war on drugs started in America, yeah, the um, the government was actually like looking into curing depression and stuff with like ecstasy, LSD, and mushrooms stuff like that. Uh, not complete. I'm not entirely sure that that's the case. That but all of the three of those drugs, but I think those were the ones. And um, they were essentially trying to figure out microdosing and what would be good to give to soldiers to like increase their reaction and productivity on the battlefield and in medical. And then when the war on drugs started, like it, all of that just ended. So it's been like what sixty odd years, probably, with the war on drugs, maybe seventy. So now that things are starting to become a bit more liberal and like chilled, maybe we'll see more development in those areas again. And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of it. Right. I think it's because <clears throat> there's a few places in, um, in Europe and I think places like Canada as well, maybe some places in America, I don't know, but they have clinics where you can go and take like 
your crazy drugs like your fucking heroin and your smack and all them all them things. Oh there. yeah, like supervised um Yeah. So it's kind of like um a, a safe space for you to fucking shoot up and um, Yeah. Portugal's think, got them. Yeah, Portugal has a few of those. Like it's strange in Portugal. Like it's not illegal but it is deemed um like almost the same as like a uh, mental health issue they treat it the same way so, it's an illness yeah they try and get you um they try and seek you help before they prosecute you yeah, they, yeah. well so, it's it's which, more going towards i mean i don't know the statistics but apparently like decriminalization like more towards that status i know a lot of countries have gone into that yeah that status now that it should decriminalize we're not oh no. teach people portugal is completely know. decriminalized for yeah, yeah. for the it's decriminalized for the user it's they're after the suppliers right so it's still illegal to sell drugs and it's yeah. illegal to possess drugs in large amounts so like if you had personal use on you you're not you're not going to get in trouble like how it works is they'll send you to what's called like a council over there um, and the council is like makes a decision on if you need rehabilitation and how basically the case should be handled, but it's not a criminal conviction. So it's more of like a assessment kind of deal from what I, from what I've read anyway. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like they had a lot of things happen over there. Like the rate of deaths went down. Um, Drug usage as that, well went down. Yeah, I think, well, I think the problem they were having before all of it was that the drugs were not being distributed correctly right they were just people were dying overdosing and whatnot and instead of looking at it like people that were taking the drugs were a problem they decided to help them and uh yeah it's been a big i wouldn't say a big success but it's been a success over there well in in a lot of places like um canada i remember watching a documentary i think it was Mm. um hamilton's pharmacopoeia i think it was yeah yeah remember i like that show uh and it was either that one. I don't know how the fuck I would have got these confused, but it could have been Stacey Dooley, the drug thing that she did. I don't know how I got them mixed up, but they, there was a lot of shit on Vice and it about drugs. So anyway, <clears throat> but um, they had a, the clinic in Canada and they actually said that the mortality rate and drug usage went down since the clinics were open because more people were open to rehabilitation than actually retaking the drugs because a lot of them were taking the drugs because they were unhappy with their situation or they weren't in a good place. So giving them help and um, trying to give them advice on their life actually steered them away from drugs, which is interesting. But then there's a complete opposite side to it inside of like what America's doing, I guess, compared to what Portugal's doing is America's actually legalized it. Whereas decriminalization and legalization are not the same thing. So no. like legalization is where you can have like stores and places that will sell the drug. Whereas decriminalization, it puts it in like a gray area, kind of like in Amsterdam, right? Amsterdam is, even though it's like, was the weed capital of the world, I wouldn't say it is anymore actually, but um, it's still a massive gray area over there to transport drugs, well not drugs, but weed. So if you're the people that, it's perfectly fine to have a business that grows the weed for the shops, the cafe, sorry. But if you're caught transporting the weed from where it's grown to the coffee shop, you're actually in a gray area where you're doing something illegal. So yeah. I watched a mad documentary. I think it might've been on Vice even again. Yeah, yeah. 
um, about the people that, that ride bicycles, basically. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like cutting through, the, through the city, they, isn't it? Like... You, the police just couldn't catch them, innit? Like, they're just yeah. rapid, but like, they're just gone, bro. But, um, down all the little yeah. side streets and that. And then as soon it's, as they get into the coffee shop, it's legal. Like, the mm. police, they can't, they can't go in there. Can't even do if they anything. know the person's got it, they can't go in there and arrest them. Yeah. Which is kind of mad. It's like a little little cat and mouse game. I think they'd secretly love it. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of adrenaline. On... Yeah, it gives them something to do. Like, yo, we might actually just catch one today. <laughs> yo, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to double back. It's serious, on... it's serious. When you when you saying about Canada and um I heard um a really like it was a very interesting story about a man because he knew in British Columbia that um decriminalization was passed, it's a three year pilot at the moment. He decided to open a brick and mortar store that was selling like small quantities of like meth, <laughs> coke, heroin, <laughs> and like crack. He just he just opened a shop Is it? and started sell and started selling yeah. it like there's the always public. someone capitalizing in it. So, so, so they arrested Hustlers. him, but but he's Fuck he's gonna love he's gonna try he's gonna he's <laughs> he's gonna try and um he's gonna try and appeal it in the court as well um because he said that basically he was trying nah, man, to just challenge... let it lie, bro. Because <laughs> he he was trying to challenge the <laughs> basically to say that you know the the drug supply is tainted when you're trying to pick up drugs none of the drugs that we're getting in are actually being tested. I know my stuff. I test all my stuff before I put it on the shelves. So he's essentially trying to do a service for the users, just like those clinics are like trying to, trying to get, basically trying to get this a man, clean way that he, people get. He, he, his own pharmacy, like, he turned the window into a shop. Yeah, and just, then... <laughs> if, uh, nah, nah, I ain't even going to try and say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 and also war on drugs has been going on for 50 years. It's been going on for 50 years, though. Oh, just as long as hip-hop has been around. What a coincidence. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, what, what, what a coincidence. Hmm, I wonder what the commonality is. Crack? FBI? CIA? I don't know. I don't know. I pay black people for 500. I <laughs> <laughs> said get out. But no, it's um, obviously... There has been a lot of systemic racism in the war on drugs, and that's not so much a laughing matter. I mean, there was um, a statistic, I think, that was like, you're actually just as likely black or white to use drugs in America, but you're four times as likely to be arrested for using drugs if you're black. Because, you know, obviously, that's how the system works. (laughs) Uh, There's a really interesting documentary, I think, called The Thirteen. I think called the Thirteen on Netflix. It's about like about that secret amendment in America. About the inco- and... Yes, I've seen that title. No, it's like is it about? It's about like black people in jail in America and how they take up like it's the a, majority of the. It's the, about um, basically about the, pr- the prison spaces the prison, over there. Yeah, the prison complex uh, system out there in America, in it like and how it ben- basically it's it's modern day slavery. They're like benefiting off the backs of. It's called the Thirteenth. Yeah, it's called the Thirteenth. It's on Netflix. I, I've not seen that. That's really good, right? You should watch that. It's on Netflix. It's about like um, how systemic racism has like been a, a wash in America, there in the policing, not police, the prison system for a long time, and how the prisons actually profit from prisoners. So it's well, crazy, like how they. So basically, they want prisoners because the state yeah. makes more money from having. Yeah, the prisoners. yeah. I think I've heard about 
um, how the prisons run. But that's wild. Yeah, but the majority of them are on drug charges. Yeah, well, the easiest charge, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, my, very, a very minor. Weed and you're going to jail, boy. Yeah, it'd be like a minor, minor offenses in it. Like even the case as well. Like you know how like cause black people would get stopped more likely. Um, also, when Bill Clinton brought in the third strike rule as well in his um, administration, that really messed up a lot of people as mm. well. Because if they got that third strike, that was it. You're going to jail for life now. It's crazy. Like you, you've had three minor, you've had two minor drug charges. Yeah. Or two, it could be anything, was... though, right? You get stopped with like a joint or whatnot, and then um, if you get stopped with a joint like three times, you go to jail for like what five, six years or something like that. It can be even if it was a small sentence. When you come out, you can't get work, so you have no choice but to uh, turn dead. to the streets. You know what I mean? And then you're going back to jail and it just becomes a, like a cycle like of, because they're it's not rehabilitating tra- people in the jails. They're just working no. them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Free labour. Well, it's not yeah. really free, is it? But... Nah, what's it called? It's crazy. What, what, how, uh... I mean, like, if you really think about it, like, if you go into, if you go into the slums, if you go to the ghetto or you go to, like, a, just a regular neighbourhood and you stop 100 people you're going to find, obviously, a badness. But they don't go to these nice neighbourhoods. They don't stop anyone in these nice neighbourhoods. Like, do you know how many how many friends i got that live in these nice neighbourhoods that smoke weed? Mm. Literally every single one of them smokes weed. But the police don't patrol <laughs> them. They don't then. go down those areas, so they're not going to arrest them, are they? They're going to yeah. go to the places they know they can get someone. So, yeah. Yeah, meet, meet numbers, meet quotes. No, it's, uh, it's definitely a sort of conspiracy, bro. You know? <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I think in England, it's going through a very pivotal time as well at the minute where, like, we're kind of on the cusp of probably getting some legalisation in the next three Four years? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know man. I don't know. No, not after you know what? If it happened, it would just be like a it would just be an overnight thing because there'd, there'd be no point in them announcing like, oh, we're gonna legalize bud in twenty twenty four because people be just smoking bud from now and be like <laughs> the police yeah, wouldn't yeah, do yeah, nothing yeah. because they'd be like, What's the point? <laughs> like next year it's legal, what's the point? Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing, that, you know that, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I do I do think um they're kind of putting a halt on it at the moment. I don't think That's... Sunak has any ambitions on on. Nah, he's Sunak already put it in his. Out. He already put it in his. Pocket, the, yeah, the, con- is the, con- the conference is on. <laughs> <laughs> the conference is on at the moment, yeah, and uh, yeah, he's been making wild fucking act, like like basically statements. Wild claims, they, bro. They, they 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 ain't backing yeah, yeah, like yeah. legalization for a minute now. If the conservatives are out, yeah. Maybe we might see something, but my 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 man my man as well in Labour. What's his name? Keir Starmer. He ain't doing it. He's a surf, fam. He works for the Royals. Yo, he ain't now, nah, man. He, he, we we ain't seeing that unless the Green Party go in. They said they're gonna legalize straight away. The Green Party said they they're legalizing straight away. I said, hey, bring the Green Party in then. In it, do you vote for the Green Party? That's the question. I did vote for them one time. Ah, do you know what? I've I've voted Labour only once though. I voted Labour more majority Labour. in it. Yeah, for the past three years, it's gone Green Party, bro. GP. 
The problem is, and I don't want to get all political, but you want your vote to count. Do you know what I mean? And so if you vote for Green Party, no, you know, cause... no, you don't. You don't vote because you want it to count. It doesn't make sense. You vote for who the fuck you want in power. Yeah. And if yeah, yeah. That but person I... doesn't get in power because you voted for someone else. That's on you. It's not because everybody else decided to vote for them. You fucking voted for them, too. So vote for who you think you want. Yeah, but if you see what, if I vote for not, not Green, vote for Green for, Party, no, it's not the case. It's not the case of that's who I think everybody's go, going to go for. I think that the majority of the time, the obviously Labour and Conservative, they hold too much power in it. They hold Green Party can't just come in overnight unless there's like some crazy like news story that runs, which won't happen because obviously newspapers are all backed by the government. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to be a case where if if you want to, if you want Tories to not be in. That Labour is really the only other option. No, that's how no. I think. Anyway, no, just don't, just don't vote for them. Nah, you know, like Labour. Just every year, yeah, you just don't vote. Nah, I see on. where I, I see where Tyler's coming from, though, Rao, and I see your point as well because you're just like vote for it. Because I, I felt like that. You remember that year, yeah, when the referendum went down and the Lib Dems won. Some somehow they won in it, and they had to that option to choose. Either they do a coalition with the Tories, do a coalition with Labour. And what did they go and do? Do a coalition with the Tories, frig this up in it from that point on. Uni fees went up, everything was frig up after that point. I said to my parents in it, vote Lib Dem, because I said, I said, they're the best option. They're going to be like making sure that we ain't going to have no uni fees. We ain't going to have nothing yet. And when they actually got into power, I was like, oh my God, like Lib Dem's actually going to be in power when I go and chose the Tories. I was thinking, Blood seed. I can't believe I actually, <laughs> the snake chief, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> actually snaked me like that. I, rem- I remember that, yeah. I said, Lib Dem. I said, I said, if I ever see Nick Clegg, yeah, in real life, it's me and him, you know. <laughs> he's got- if I ever see Nick Clegg, it's me, it's me and him, Nick Clegg. But let you know right now, bro. Me and you. That's all I'm saying in it. Me and you. Yo. <laughs> Yo. That, so, what, what? We got, we got Putin and Biden uh, uh, for the wild card. It's me and Nick Clegg in it. Fucking prick. Elon Musk and Zuckerberg in there too, you know. We still got them one to catch up on as well from last episode. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. This is completely random. So I don't use um Twitter X. I don't use X, right? <clears throat> what is it now when you when you post a tweet? What's it called? The tweet still. That's it's fucking tweet, ridiculous. Yeah. This guy couldn't, not, even, not, couldn't even come up with it's, another. It's Zeet. <laughs> but the man goes. That's a Zeet. Hey, you should just make them yeets. I'm just yeeting that out there. Just. <laughs> I'm just. Just yeah. yeets. <laughs> Yo, you, you do know you man. You know the, um... like on Twitter now. You do know you can just make tweets that are like fucking like facebook posts now they're like massive like this long now you just you could just it's, it's no limit basically now oh there's no limit Bam! i went on there yeah i went on show more on someone's tweet why was there a big ass story on their podcast i was like, reading this shit i said what's going on like i said i don't go with the twitter to see facebook posts i don't i don't come on here for that no 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 yeah, but it, it got longer twitter used to be uh it used to be 140 characters only that was the og the perfect. twitter the perfect the, um but i was saying with Twitter, yeah you see you, you see when i did my season in ibiza some people used to sell like balloons through twitter bro there was like ibiza 
balloons, Twitter accounts, and they just send DMs to people like, yeah, we've got boxes. It's crazy how I thought that's just, you know, going back to the drug culture Elon thing. Would never let that happen on X. Jesus. Elon don't care about what happened on X as long as he uses don't give a fucking damn, bro. Elon Elon is just trying to make it as profitable as he can to sell it. That's all he's trying to do. He's trying to get as much money as he can yeah. out of this shit, yeah. And he's just going to end up... I'll be surprised if he doesn't end up selling it back to fucking Jack. Fucking, I, I, I'll just, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I, nah, he shouldn't touch that. I wouldn't buy that shit back. I wouldn't either. Do you remember when Elon smoked weed on Joe Rogan's show? He smoked weed on Joe Rogan's show and then... um, The Tesla stock? Didn't the price of the stock go down or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he just bought it back and then he did something crazy and then the stock went back up. Do you remember that time when he fucked up the markets with Dogecoin? This guy. Didn't he he try and do something with Twitter with Dogecoin? He just out. He here. tried yeah, to say that to Doge Twitter. Yeah, Dogecoin. he's trying to say that Doge was gonna be was gonna be like a currency that you could use on Twitter to buy things with. Like that would be the currency of Twitter. I said, "Hey yo, is it Elon? Check this out. Yeah, I'm not using Dogecoin to buy a single thing on that platform. Who's buying stuff on Twitter? And what am I purchasing on there? What, what, what am I buying on Twitter? Apparently, Twitter's always had a shop function." No, they've always had a shop. They've always had a shop function, and it, it it just never got used. It's just always been a feature on Twitter, but no one ever used shops on there. What's in the shop? You could just set up your own I, store I, on there, and sell stuff. It? They just leave it. They just deployed it. They just left it. No one oh, used They didn't do anything. Like they didn't promote it. You remember you spoke to me about the um, the purity of drugs nowadays, and how like back in the day drugs were a lot more cleaner, but nowadays they're a lot more potent. Yeah, essentially, like, I, I I think back to, well, I've watched, like, documentaries and I've, like, read up, like, papers and stuff. And, like, you know, when people were talking about, especially when we talk about rave culture as well, we're just slipping to that. In, you know, party scene, very different vibe, um, very, very different pace from, you know, crack and heroin, methamphetamines, all that kind of stuff, even though the way how drugs are being handled at the moment, I don't think a lot of people even know what they're actually taking half the time. And that's the biggest issue when it comes down to pills and things being pressed. Mm. There's so much shit going on that's like fake presses and people are just pressing whatever they want out of pills, selling them on dark web. That person's getting them in. They ain't testing them. Now there's now they're being sold on street level. And managers overdosing on fentanyl pills, a crazy drug to have yeah. in your pill. Like, imagine you're taking a party pill, it's supposed to be MD, pure MD in there. Yeah, you've got that cut with fentanyl and whatever else. Like, you're fucked. You could be, you could die that night, and that's it. That's over for you. And now, yeah. even in the UK, they brought yeah, legislation yeah. in to cut away testing from festivals and raves. Like, that's gonna make sense. Like, 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 oh, that's going to encourage. Oh, that's the. the yeah, yeah. They, they, I don't know if you that's man bad. knew that. Yeah, that's it. Ban- they, they, they're, they're banning testing. No, I didn't know that. That's that is bad. Yeah, yeah. They they said it encourages. Nah, I say you know I, I don't go to festivals and do them things there. Like I was at Boiler Room the other week, and I had I think one beer and a diet coke <laughs> and waters for the rest of the evening. So like, I wouldn't say I go to these places to take drugs. But I know that other people do, and yeah. if there's no yeah. one there <clears throat> to help, like medical or someone to test your drugs, these lot they're gonna die. 
it's mad well, because that, that's what was happening, mean? isn't it? Before they started getting all of these things, that's what was happening at festivals. We were hearing yeah. like every year at like Wireless or V Festival or whatever it was, there's like a 16, 17, 18 year old died, didn't it? Even yeah. balloons, bro. People are dying off balloons, man. Balloons are fucked because you don't feel like they're going to have any kind of long-term effect on you, but then you see these people paralyzed. who are like paralyzed and mad. Can't talk. It is. Can't even no, move their is. arms. It's it's really it's really. Uh, and I got I'll go back to the I go back to the point of the drug testing because got some more information on that. But regards to balloons, yeah, I, my foundation year of uni, which first year of uni, I did four year course, yeah. We had a guy. Well, I didn't personally know him. Um, somebody lived in the dorm with him, um, and they knew him personally. And this is my year, and you know, we was all doing things. Yeah, I put my hands up. You know, I was doing balloons and shit like that. Don't do that shit no more. Like, and it it was more the case of me hearing that a person was paralyzed. Like he was, he, he got paralyzed. He, they found him in his room. He did a hundred canisters. They found a hundred canisters on the floor. He was slumped. He was slumped up on the door. They couldn't even get into his room. So imagine if they couldn't get in and didn't know. He could have just stayed there unconscious. Maybe possibly could have died. Don't know what would have happened if he threw up in his, in his, uh, when he's unconscious. Mad. He would have choked on his own sick and died. So they found him, um, took him out the room and everything. Obviously tried to get him, you know, awake and he wouldn't wake up or anything like that. Um, yeah, he's paralyzed for the rest of his uni course, basically. Um, couldn't go upstairs anymore. Had to for life. A, no, not for life. He had to learn how to walk again. He had to do physio and stuff. But basically, he wasn't the same anymore. Like he, him himself, his nerves and shit weren't the same no more because he's done. He, he mm. knocked off so much oxygen from his brain. He fucked up his nerve system, like that's what happens. Yeah, man, that's what happens. Yeah, I heard a Got story. Brain damage. They do. Yeah. They do so many canisters, and they get like sharp shooting pains just randomly in their arms and stuff. But fucking hell, man! Like it's, it's this. Yeah, but that's banned now as well, isn't it? Smart works. Right. That's it. Yeah, kind it of. Banned. Well, they, they've been banned for yeah, ages. Yeah. You see no, no, the, the still canisters now. Banned now. They look it's like fucking. Now. Yeah, fully, fully banned. If you get caught with that, it's a wrap. Um, but, yeah, you have to have a you have to have a food license. Canisters now is uh, wild, bro. They look like Noz canisters that you put in a fucking whip. You're supposed well, to. Oh, them bit, yeah, the electric ones. Like like some fucking Need for Speed shit. They're like this yeah. big, and I'm just never thinking, seen what? Like... what? You ain't seen these, Tyler, <laughs> bro. Man's are doing nah. them. They're not doing. I mean, I've seen them in the balloon I've... either. They're doing them from the canister. They're doing it straight. Yeah, that's fucked, man. That. Like, Back when I felt I sound old, but back when like Osman would do back balloons then. back then, it was just like you know, one little yeah, cracker. You know what I mean? But that was <laughs> like, in Maga, in Maga, you know when you get those like one euro balloons and they're fucking huge blood lights. Doubles. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's wild yeah, over yeah. there. The, they less were of that. Less of that. The doubles. Yeah, they were like this big over there. The beef is the same. Not one euro as well. Hmm. Oh no, they ain't that, that cheap in Ibiza. If you get free for ten for ten euro in Ibiza, that's inflation. Free for ten euro, move with the time, isn't it? But they just have they're just bare lucky lucky men that had them outside the shops, at that like, the shops, you know, outside the clubs. There, you could ban every single drug in the world, and someone will create something else. They'll mm. use some weird shit that they found in their house. You heard of this crocodile? Crocodile. <laughs> you heard of that? Yo, what's what, crocodile? What's, it, what's crocodile? I can't remember the exact uh, 
ingredients, but it's like the shit that you were cooking up in Russia, bro. They call it crocodile because if you take enough, if you have it enough, you start to like your skin start getting scales, bro. Not not real scales, but you start going like hard. You start getting like weird shit. <laughs> <clears throat> on your skin. Yo, what is this? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna have to take a look at this. What type of drug is this? There's a there's a morphine. And have you heard of this? Uh, obviously, <clears throat> I'm just naming a bunch of shit because I've I've seen a few Vice documentaries. But have you seen this stuff that I don't know if they still got it? But in a, in Mexico, it was like this powder. And Devil just, does. Like, <laughs> they just blow it on your face, and they they could make you do oh, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I think it was called be... Devil Dust. It's a dangerous drug that I you remember watching know. that documentary. They had this man clear out his whole apartment. He woke up in his apartment. There was no furniture. He's like, you what? And then the, the, the thing is, though, it just makes you very... Cam. He's there helping the culprits unload his, his, his crib. <laughs> Into their van, you know? <laughs> That, that's mad. It's because it makes you open to suggestions. That's how it works, isn't it? It makes you like really open and willing to to listen to things that are being suggested to but you. They don't look fucked up. Well, maybe that's what um, I'm about to just just throw Darren Brown under the bus here. But maybe that's what hypnotists use. They just blow that shit on them. <laughs> so you're gonna think you're a dog. <laughs> Yo, imagine imagine this entire time. This is all Darren Brown's been doing. He's just been running around with scopamine, yeah. Bro, we don't know. into the audience's places before they film. And it's like, he's like, just look at the camera. It's just like, do you want some scopamine? You better go film them, that, that goddamn audience. Don't tell no one. <laughs> but as you're walking in, he's just got fans just blowing like a little light mist of it. So as you walk into this, to the arena, you're just getting like... It's only a tiny bit that they have to spread, that they have to blow at you as well, from what I remember. It's just like, you have to like, you only inhale need to get, and hand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only need a little bit. You know, like, um, what's that? Uh, is it Destiny's Child? What? <laughs> I keep up, baby boy, when you lose my breath. I swear in the video, they're like, <laughs> and then that's some out, I swear. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, hold on, I'm thinking, where's he, where's he, go? I'm thinking, where's he going with this? I got over. Where's he going with this? And then I was just thinking, wait, hold I got on. Up. I was like, this I got is child. Out, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, um, you know, when white chicks, you know, white chicks, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, white chicks. So, <laughs> when she pressed me, that would come out like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to mention that one next. That was a weird one. I don't know why I went there. Just just before, yeah, um, I forget the point on it. Um, just to go back about drug testing, basically you have to get a license now at events and festivals and raves. They want you to get a license, which, is, is, again, it's just the government just trying to tax people. What the hell have I got to buy a license for to go and do drug testing at my festival? They don't care about that. They just want the money. Like, I, I honestly feel like they're longing out the, um, <clears throat> the legalization of weed and stuff like that because I think they're actually honestly trying to um, build the market for themselves so that when it is legal that they have the uh, the greater share because at the moment I think obviously the black market if they were to legalize it right now we've got a bunch of people on the black market that would become overnight millionaires really and truly let's be honest and they can't have that so they need to figure out mm. how to tax it they need to figure out how they're gonna corner the market 
so that they're the biggest shareholders. And then once they do that, then they'll legalize it. Well, they're gonna put they're gonna put in so many laws. Yeah, yeah, laws. They'll make pee off the tax though. That's Can't what smoke after seven pm and before eight. Nah, stop! <laughs> Imagine that dumb shit, man. No, so no, no, no. If you get no, caught no, smoking no, in your will. garden between these times. <laughs> no, you, you know why? Are we, no, why are we all laughing? Yeah, why are we all laughing? We're acting like they're not trying to actually police like smoking in public areas. True, man. Already, they actually they're actually already saying now like um, Manchester hasn't got there yet. But when I went down to Newcastle and seen um, my guy Tom down there in Newcastle, you can't smoke in public places. It's not allowed. You can't. You're not allowed to smoke cigarettes in like town and stuff like that. If you get if you get caught, you're getting in trouble. Oh, that's crazy. Fine. So it's gonna happen. I can see them doing that shit, like and figuring it out. I think Manchester's gonna start trialing that, and I think Leeds did it as well. There's a few cities that have, you know, trial. You can only smoke in public, private areas. Yeah, like designated smoke areas, basically or smoking areas. So even if a even if a pub or a nightclub has a smoking area. Yeah, maybe like, does it. You must like be able that, to smoke yeah, that's fine. areas, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That like that would be fine. Like if you're in like a pub or like a bar or anything like that, they got they say smoking. You areas, can't walk like, the streets and just, smoke. Yeah, yeah. You can't just roam the streets and just that's be crazy. like, I'm I'm smoking a cigarette and I'm just going to be going about my shopping or going about my my work day. Nah, they they said nah. Yo, you can't people do that be fuming. You can't do that. But, but it's not illegal to it's drive like a car movie. and smoke. It's not illegal to drive a car and smoke. So no. Again, it's just a bit of privilege, isn't it? People have been driving for what, like 60, 70? No, nah, more than that. Well, like 100 years. 60, 70 years. Well, people have in general, yeah, but, like, I mean, on the road. So yeah, but that's, it's never been an issue before with eat, people eating and drinking. What is the percentage of people that have a car crash because they're eating and drinking? Like, why are you making that problem? I don't know and about that, them so stats. I've seen a my few, nuggets. I've and I can't just eat my nuggets to go take, go drive through. Just, you know what I mean? Nah, nah, Put the nah. dip in I've my cup holder. I've seen a few. Um, like posts and stuff where people have been arrested because they had like their, their coffee mug in their hand or like even bottles oh, of water with um, with caps you know with like a twist cap oh that's that's what about flask but like if you make yourself a hot drink before you go to work and you get in your car you're not allowed to drink it I ain't 200 I'm not too sure about that but I'm gonna say no I'm going like, to look into you, this you can't oh, yeah I'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to look into it I don't think you're allowed to, to drive and eat or drink at the same time. If you're trying to do both, I think that's the illegal part. That's, like, yeah, eating. You must be able to drink. You must be just eating. You must be able to drink. Oh. Like, they couldn't say she can't drink water. You're on a six-hour drive and you can't drive. I searched up, yeah. Tyrell's got and what, and what, and what it basically says, yeah, is that it basically they're giving out, like, they give out a maximum penalty fine up to 5,000. But I think you're right, Raoul. I think it's if they found you doing it and they say, oh, eating and drinking led to the dangerous driving, then you can get arrested. If they feel like they've got grounds to say, oh, um, you doing that is dangerous driving because dangerous driving is just an offence. You don't have to have anything. You could just, the police could just say, yeah. oh, mate, you was driving dangerously and you've got a burger in your hand. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So they can, <clears throat> they can actually stop you based on them grounds as well. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you can't eat yeah. or drink comfortably at the steering wheel without gonna, there's going to be a problem. I had a Tesla ASAP and just drive me around so I can do what I want. You, it's still classed as driving. 
Even so, if you're in automatic. I've had my four Mackies and the car's just driving itself, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mafisa. Obviously, we spoke about like decriminalization. We spoke about legalization. I think it'd be interesting to talk about how drugs are coming to the UK at the minute and where some of them are coming from. Obviously, we don't know all the facts about that, but a lot of American weed is making its way to the UK. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of that is coming over from America, um, which is interesting because obviously it's probably being grown legally and then distributed illegally. Illegally. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you think crazy. though there'd be like an audit on that on the American side, right? Where like they they know that they're growing so much X amount, so they should be selling or distributing Y amount in stores. Do you know what I mean? They should balance I, out. Yeah, there'll be a leak somewhere. I think the the companies that are selling the weed, they're probably just selling it to secondary people or middlemen that then sell it on to other places. And I think during those transactions, obviously some of it makes its way to the UK. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think the um, growers care where it goes to be honest. Well, no, they just want to make quality product at the end of the day and get the money for it. (laughs) And they know that English people, the UK, yeah, especially the UK, let's them Scots and Irish. Yeah. Fucking love weed. Shout out to all my Scotch and Scotch, Scotch, Scotch egg. Scotch, Scotch egg. Yeah, so you're disrespecting them now. Unless <laughs> you did the Welsh people wrong, yeah. Now you're doing up what Scottish and Welsh people wrong. Yeah, yeah. I remember you. I remember you. Don't forget <laughs> his face, Welsh people. Yo, See, yo. You're trying to make it sound like I got something against them. But, um, yeah. So I think these American, these US growers, they know that the UK are are fond of weed in it. So mm. they probably want to get it over to here. They probably want to. It'd be interesting though to know how how it how it does make its way here. Do you know you wish you could just just see something and see it reverse journey where it came from, exactly where it was grown. <laughs> how it's made. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You scan a QR code on the back of it and it shows you its origin and and here we have the conveyor belt in the Birmingham International Terminal. Four and a half pounds of marijuana make its way through <laughs> immigration. <laughs> the immigration uh, officer doesn't know, but there's a secret panel behind the suitcases. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, this is just a little infographic. Here's, here's the plane. Refix. This is the plane showing show, show the journey of, of where it's coming from. Oh, man. There's a, about 5% of our packages are apprehended by <laughs> customs. So this is put into the price. On an average day, the US will be able to ship 16 pounds of marijuana. <laughs> Way more than that. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> But it's crazy. I mean, if it was all legal, though, you'd be able to do stuff like that, where like you could have like a QR code on the back of your packets or the packs or whatever. And if they got scanned, then <coughs> it so, would show you where it's come from, where it's grown, like what indica sativa families it is and stuff like that. Yeah. This I has turned to, into uh, more product, of a weed uh, culture uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, I turned it, I went to, turned into, I went to Product Earth, uh, a while back, maybe like August time. Mm. And what's that? 
So it's a it's an event which is sort of promotes the medicinal and health benefits of um, cannabis and medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. So they've got like they had a few stalls there which were U.S. growers and um, U.S. companies which were basically sort of they're kind of bringing their wares over here trying to get into a new market. But anyway, so went there and they've actually got they got some of the like like backpack boys and stuff like this, bro. You can scan QR codes on the back of the pack if you want to figure out where that came from. Yeah, that's that's good. So when so when it's legal here, we'll have that as well. <laughs> yeah, you just scan it, and then twenty minutes later, feds at your door. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that was gonna work? <laughs> that's the setup. Just... I say, this is like right. Oh, so we see you're scanning QR codes. Yeah, lads, what's going on in here then? <laughs> I was like, uh, nothing, nothing, officer, nothing of the sort. I had something I want to talk about. Like, I think, like DMT and stuff like that. I want to mention as well. Yeah. Um. What is? Uh, I'm not actually familiar with DMT. What is it? It's a drug that you smoke, and it's like a super hallucinogenic. Uh, on the level of LSD. Or... Higher. Whoa, I've never had LSD. But Yeah. Um, I've had acid, which is LSD, I think. So it's stronger than that. And you smoke it. Bro, yeah. that sounds fucking wild, bro. Like a zoot or what you just put it in a pipe. Oh, like a bong. Oh, and a bong, yo. I don't know about okay. that. DMT is supposed to be pretty intense. <laughs> you um, just... Yeah, some really intense stuff that is. Like like a real What does it stand for? I think dichromethyltryptoline or something like that. I can't remember. Hey, crazy. you done it before. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, diamond through. Uh, I mean, yeah, we look. Just whatever he said. Just stick with DMT. How about that? Anyway, uh, I've seen some interesting stories about Joe Rogan taking it, and there's a comedian I watch who's like from the UK. He's like up and coming, uh, hot water comedy. They're called what's his name? Paul, Paul Smith. Yeah, his name's Paul Smith. But he did a really good like piece in his his recent stand up tour about DMT and how like when his friend took it, his friend thought he was a demon for like five minutes or something. Because like the trips are long; they're like short trips. Um, and afterwards, like you're fine, but they're really intense. So it's like. A 15 minute trip i think like 10 15 minutes but that's a lot me. is going on in that 10 <laughs> that, 15 that, minutes that's not and me. uh like before he take before you take it like people do like meditation and like get in the right mind space and Imagine like you take that in a in a bad mind space well that's the thing you're not you shouldn't you know what i mean it, it's not that's not a good idea but um i don't know i would try like mad hallucinogenics i want to try them one mad at one time in my life, but oh, man, I don't... you don't need to do that shit. Well, yeah, I don't need to, but I think that like what when I'm like forty, you know what I'm saying? Say on your down efforts, efforts, not on my deathbed. Jeez, I'll be seeing the lights already. I don't need to see anything else. That's what I'm saying. He'll probably send you off. <laughs> he died. What he lived. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I would try it. I would try those mad things, but. I think you need to be in the right place with the right people in the right headspace. 
Yeah. And but obviously, like, like I wouldn't, said, I, I wouldn't go looking for it. it. I would, yeah, I, I wouldn't go looking for it, but I've had the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, if I was, you have the opportunity, we're not saying go for it. Tyler's not saying go for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not everybody. Like, no, you, do, you do as you please. No one is is Tyler. You do as yeah, you please. And on that note. You say nobody is Tyler Hayward. Wow, call me a nobody now, yeah. No, 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 I'm not calling you a nobody. I'm calling nobody a you. Who is you? I am me. I am you. (laughs) No, you you (laughs) is So, yeah, I guess, what, we're going to end it here. We're going to call this uh, another wrap on this episode. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some interesting stuff coming on sports I think in the next episode it's a lot to go I mean today we didn't yes. really there's a lot more that we could talk about with drugs like the party drugs and how you know there's big gangs that moved them like yeah but the, obviously we're not trying but yeah we don't want to we don't want to make single based and we don't want to make the episodes too long we want them to be like digestible for people um, let us know if you would like longer episodes or if you feel like they're already too long. <laughs> if there's something that we spoke about that you want to hear more about, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. We'd be happy to hear some feedback from you guys, whether that's on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, on TikTok and Instagram, you can find us at the uh, bootleg CLTR. Um, bootleg spelled B-O-O-T-L-E-G which I'm sure you can see in the podcast title if you've already got the podcast open <laughs> you'll be able to find us on there to drop us a comment um, drop us a message and we'll see you next time peace out yep take it easy everyone thanks for listening <laughs>